Hi, I'm Janeth. Welcome to Bloom Into Your Soul. Here we learn and share all things that will guide us back home into our body and begin to hear our inner voice in order to create a life that feels so good and allows room for all of our healing on a mind, body, and soul level. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy you're tuning in. And today's topic, I wanted to talk about how emotions take such impact on our body and our health. And I've discussed it briefly in other episodes, but I wanted to dive in a little deeper in this episode and talk about how our body can become, in a sense, hold the emotional experience if we don't allow and release whatever emotion we are being presented with and this starts as as children as little girls as little boys as a society basically we have been modeled that emotions are bad and that we are uh, to apologize for our emotions and um, hold back our, our tears and hold and, and anger is considered so bad and and sadness is brushed off as little kids I've seen this I've witnessed this and, and I've now that I'm a mother I've seen it done to children as well and it's heartbreaking because the impact this is doing on our body is so painful. Like we walk around with all of these experiences and not being allowed to feel the process that comes with it. It just stores it in our body and causes dis-ease. We begin to feel anxious. We begin to feel emotional responses. We begin to be really reactive over the slightest thing. Um, our, our body just gets sick. And I believe that a lot of it has to do with the inability to sit with our emotions, to witness them, and to release them. Like, I think that, I don't think, but I know that a lot of us, we we don't even know how to identify what we're feeling. I remember there was a time where I was... I was just like, I don't know if I'm sad, mad. I couldn't identify it because I couldn't tune into myself. I I couldn't hear myself. I just knew that there was a lot going on 
And it was so overwhelming to the point where I was just not being effective for anyone. I was not being the mom that I wanted to be. I was not being the wife that I knew I could be. I just the person that knew I could be in my highest alignment. I was doing all the right things externally, but internally, I knew that the emotions that I was bottling up were keeping me from really feeling some stuff, feeling joy, feeling gratitude, feeling alive, basically. So, being that these emotions were shame to it for us when we were kids, when we were young, and when we look at it, our our mothers went through the same thing. So, it's not their fault. And that now that we are aware of it, we can begin to model a different experience for our children. And I think that that's very important because... I have two boys, and in my experience, it's like I've witnessed people say, no, don't cry, and I've even witnessed people telling that to my own children, and I've had to be like, no, you can cry, you're allowed to feel what you feel, and once you've felt it, 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 it gets out of your body. And you can move on. Because emotions only last in our body about 90 seconds. And it's when we hold them in that we're, we start operating from these emotions. We're constant living from these emotional states. Imagine if we're constantly living from a place of anger. <laughs> what that's doing to our body. It's, it's overwhelming and, and heartbreaking to know that. We're not allowing ourselves to be fully embodied and experience it all. But it's also a calling to shift our experience, our emotional experience, so that we can heal and that we can heal our generations to come, our children. They can witness us healing ourselves and they themselves can make different choices so when emotions come up for your body it's important to just sit there and witness them one of the things I like to do is breathe into it ask myself okay what is it that you need and then once I've been able to identify what the emotion is and what I need I can move forward. Either I allow, I'll, I'll allow myself to cry. I'll allow myself to name the anger, the grieve, the the whatever's coming up for me in my body, and then once I've allowed and accepted, I can move forward. I can either 
choose to release this emotion, like I said, by crying or by movement, gentle movement usually. And this has helped me feel a lot lighter in my body and it's helped me free up a lot of energetic space. Whereas before, I walked around suppressing all of my emotions and no one knew that I was mad. No one knew what was going on with me. I was holding it all together, all inside, and it's no wonder the anxiety and the panic attacks were happening and the depression because all of that was stored inside of me. And internally, I would feel my air pathways in my chest constricted. I would feel breathless and I would feel tightness in my stomach. This is all places where we hold emotion. Um, you can go more into detail if you look it up. But our body stores different emotions in dif different body parts. So, for example, the chest could be grief. And I would feel a lot of sh chest tightness. And it was really hard to breathe. And now that I've tuned into the emotions, allowed them, accepted them, and released them, I, I feel like... I can breathe better. I feel lighter in my body. I can access other emotions that I couldn't access before, like joy and gratitude. And this all came from allowing myself my full range of emotions. There's modalities that I've spoken about in previous episodes, like EFT tapping, which is Emotional freedom technique. Um, this really has been so impactful for me. Um, everyone is different. So other people may, may find breath work is more beneficial. Other people might find that breath work is too much. And journaling is better for them. And meditation and movement is better for them. So it really is just up to you. We are all so unique and in my experience I've had to play with all these modalities on allowing and releasing these emotions. These tools have all been implemented in some shape or form into my healing process and there are times and seasons where I need other things, other tools more than I do uh, like other ones so for example I'm going through a season where EFT tapping is my thing um, EFT tapping really takes you through all the meridian points and you can go into detail on that on your own but it really helps you name the emotion accept it allow it and then release it it's a uh, in a sense you're rewiring your brain and that has been very beneficial for me in this season and 
and feeling my emotions and feeling our emotions doesn't necessarily mean that we act upon them all the time. We become so aware of our emotional state that we can choose, consciously choose, how to express our emotions, how to express our our needs, and where those emotions are trying to send us message what message those emotions are trying to send us because emotions are messengers and when we figure out what the message is we can really begin to narrow down on our emotional experience and our needs because from my experience I've witnessed that an emotion is usually coming from either an unmet need or someone, something crossing a a boundary, um, something not being expressed. So our capacity for um, emotions, to feel our emotions grows as that grows and we are able to sit with the emotions that used to feel so uncomfortable before because we were so trained so much trained not to feel them we can begin to have more capacity for our children's emotions we can no longer like here's an example i used to break down into tears when my toddler would cry um in the back seat and I couldn't help him and that was when he was like a baby I couldn't allow I I my body was just so fearful of the emotions that he was experiencing that I wanted it would send me into overdrive I couldn't sit and just drive because I would become very reactive. I would cry. I would have to pull over and tend to him right away. Even if I knew that he was fed, that he was okay. He just didn't want to be in his car seat. And as my capacity to feel emotions grew, I was able to be in a calm state, accept my emotional response, I understand that that's my stuff and then tend to him from a calm place um, and and be able to be with him as he experiences his own emotions. So in a sense, all of this ties in together. Our healing can have a great impact on our children and that's the beauty of it all. When we continue to travel home to ourselves and do this process of healing we're not only healing ourselves but we're healing the generations that come after us i hope that this episode came with some good golden nuggets and thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode there are so many other episodes coming your way with so much goodness and so much value so don't forget to subscribe